Hey, it's A. Hey, it's Fee. And this is T with A and Fee, presented by the WNBA. Okay, so before we get started this week, I know we've told you all about how awesome the Just Women's Horse newsletter is. If you haven't subscribed yet, right now, JWS is doing an awesome giveaway with Boardroom for the WNBA playoffs. Yes, Boardroom has a sweet newsletter too. Trust us, you don't want to miss out on this giveaway. To enter, all you have to do is hit the link in at Just Women's Sports Instagram's bio, and all the information is right there. It's super, super easy. Yeah, so let's jump right into it, shall we? Always. Yeah, let's talk about the WBA season. Yes. What did you guys do with your little break that you guys had between games? I mean, nothing really. Just trying to just stay out of trouble and stay healthy. Uh, but no, we just kind of just chilled and kicked it. Didn't really do much because we still got to prep for these teams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel you. Yes, but Fee, you've like, been... Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say, it's like, because we just kind of had a week off too, it's nice, but it almost feels like when games start again, it's like, dang, I feel like I got out of shape already. Yes, like it's weird coming to the gym. Like I'm like, ooh, I got to keep doing something. Like, I want to be here. You better keep me continuously coming because this break is giving me a little too much. <laughs> right, it's spoiling me a little bit. I can't do this. <laughs> I can't wake up like later every day. <laughs> but uh, you've been very vocal about refereeing this season, like especially the lack of foul calls the Lynx have gotten in some games. Like what are your thoughts on that of like the quality of refereeing in our league? Ooh, this is this is tea i don't want to get i'm just here so i don't get fine <laughs> uh we can bring them on the pod <laughs> oh my god because i got something to one of them i'll meet you in the lobby what do you say last year i'll see you in the lobby i'll see you in the lobby <laughs> look fair is fair okay that's what's it billy jean fair is fair What's it? What's up? Never mind. Do you, do you know what we've been talking about for like the eighties? She's like, fair is fair. I know people on this pod know what I'm talking about. Anyway, uh, I don't know. Okay. The game we played against you guys though at home, 25 free throws to zero free throws. That's tough. Maybe y'all are just not fouling. I mean, maybe we aren't fouling. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. And you know what? I'm just going to say this and I'm not going to say anything else. So I don't want to get in trouble. I went up to one of these referees i'm like hey blah 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 you know that they've shot 25 free throws we shot none because it's the end of the game she's like it's not my job Uh, it's your only job (laughs) it's your only job but i just think since we're just spilling out all this trfs the thing that grinds my gear the most is like you do something in front of one rep and the rep from across the court, down the hall, on the cooler, on the bench, calls it like he blows his whistle. Yes. So that's when I go up to them and I'm like, what are you looking at? Like, <laughs> if he's calling it from over there, what on earth are you looking at? Yes. And I get, they always say they're humans too. I know they go home and they're like, I hate my job, but- But you can't be consistently bad. Like, come on now. Like, I'd If we were like, consistently okay. bad, we would not have jobs. <laughs> exactly. And I'm just like, we got to do better with not fouling. But then I turn to them and I'm like, y'all got to do better too, though. Like, you can't put it's all the blame even, on us. It's not that. I just want consistency. If you're going to yes. call ticky-tack ones the whole game, I don't call like to play that ends. way, but fine. If you're going to let us play physical, let us play that the whole game. Don't go back and forth. That's when it's hard. Yes, yes, yes. That's yes, when it's yes. hard. Yes, I don't know. Rant See, over. <laughs> yeah, we got that out. Oh, my God. Just, it's just one zebra that is just... Oh, oh my god and i can't stand yeah. that like we'll say the name after the project we'll see if it's the same person <laughs> i just can't stand the fact that it's like i get it if you mess up and you come and you're like yeah i missed that one i'm like cool but it's not going to change anything like that 
four personal foul that's still up there for me. Like, I would prefer that because at least, at least I know that you know that you can do better. You can do better. Because a lot of times I don't know that you know that you can do better. Oh, there's a new one. We got a new one and because I've never seen him before and it was in Atlanta. And I, I, I don't know. I think he had like my, I don't know what was going on in his head, but I was like <laughs> the joker at this point. Like he was coming for me. <laughs> he had my name on, and my name was in his whistle and he got paid by the whistle. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Okay, what did you Rand, do to him or his family? What I don't know do what him? I did to that man, but I apologize. I'm, I'm sorry so, to that man. I'm so sorry to that Okay, referent is over. Yeah, over. Okay. Can you talk a little bit about Angel's moment in their game against the Dream? How has yeah. Angel been like a teammate this season with sideline with the other ACL injury that she's had? Yeah, that moment in Atlanta was so special. Like she was uh put as questionable uh under injury report and everyone's like, what's going on? What's going on? But it was so cool to have help her have that moment. Uh like I said, I said it in some interview, like she's built that house, you know, and like for her to come back and be welcomed with such love. Uh, it's been amazing. And to watch her on the sideline doing rehab and making sure she's in the right place at the right time, it's been so nice to watch. So I'm glad she had that moment because Angel is our bet. She's hardworking. So, yes, I love that. Yeah, yeah I was happy for her. That was awesome. <laughs> yes, it's so cute. So you guys had kind of a nightmare travel day going to Connecticut. And this is yes. a recurring problem in the league. We see this year after year, multiple times. Um, where, cause we have to fly, you know, commercial, we have multiple things go wrong, mm-hmm. but under the CBA owners can't pay for, you know, flights and stuff. And even though Joe side tweeted earlier this season that enough is enough with the Liberty, like, I just don't get that. They said it's a, um, it's a, what's it called? Like a benefit for your yeah. team, but all team. Okay. First of all, it's a professional league. It's not college. So it's not going to help with like recruiting and that, you know right. what I mean? Right. It's a professional sport. And I'm like a lot of teams like Chicago practices in a rec center and we practice in a NBA facility. Is that not a benefit? You know what I mean? It's crazy. Like, like, I don't get it. Like those things are it. things that I don't understand. And like, it was bad traveling to con and you're thinking about a team that is like, it's not like we're just going up the road to like a Seattle, like we're traveling across the country and we have to be ready to play at a high level at all times. And it's hard when you have to travel one place, get the bags, take a bus or a three hour bus drive to con, get there, mm-hmm. no food. Cause there's a hurricane. You, like all these things play a factor. And yes, we got our ass cut that game probably. And I'm not going to say it's because of travel, but it does sometimes play a factor in that. It's like, if we couldn't fly private, we would have been there in a matter of hours, bodies rested. We did whatever, but I don't, I'm, yeah, I'm with you. Like, I feel like if your owner has the money and they want to do it, go ahead. Cause at the end of the day, that's the whole point of being an owner is making yeah. sure that your players are good. And yeah. Fast. And what if they make it like we meet halfway, like there's only a certain amount of hours, if it's a way that you can do it or like a certain amount of right. games or like in a year that you can do it, like work with us a little bit, you know, something, give, give something, us something, a little, something, something, Just a little. especially for you coast happy. teams. Like we're in the middle. So everything's far, but it's not so far. You know what right. I mean? Right. But you have like six hour trips, mm-hmm. like people and in New York, like, like Washington, you got yeah. going to the it's other side. Crazy. That's a long trip. Yeah. That's, ugh. but you know, we're going to slowly keep moving up forward, you know, <laughs> yes. each year, maybe next year we'll get <laughs> private flights. <laughs> Or we retire out of this league. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully oh, I, I can fly on a charter plane before I retire. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh man. Oh. 
But uh, WNBA Top Shot just dropped. Uh, and I can honestly say I'm so surprised at how much it blew up. Like my mentions are blown away because so many people are buying NFTs and I mean, well, investing in NFTs. And I think it's pretty cool about the NFT. It's, you know, we have our, our trading cards and, you know, people can trade or whatever, but when it comes to this, it's a moving one. Like it's a whole moment that you can like relive and share with other people. And that's what I love about it. It's like, you can really get in tune with, with what, how much that really is worth. And being able to share that is pretty cool. So I was surprised to see um, how much it's really blown up over mm -hmm. the course of a week. Yeah, it's crazy. Like the whole digital thing is just wild to me. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that something lives online only and it's like worth so much money. It's like not even a physical, but it just like blows my mind how far we come with technology and like yes. with sports memorabilia, things like that. It's, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool to see that. And I was also nice to have like Lisa also help partnership with me along, alongside with me. And we yeah. kind of brought it to life. It was pretty cool to see. Yeah. That. Yeah. How does it feel to, for like you and her to be headlining the partnership? With, yeah. Like, that's awesome. It's really cool. Like just to think that you got a whole legend, like one to do something like this and to help mm -hmm. grow the game. And that's the beauty of our league. We're so unified that like Legends mm -hmm. will come back to help uplift it and keep it moving forward. Yeah. So it's pretty nice. Yeah. So let's talk about the Paralympics a little bit. Yes. After the Olympics ended, the Paralympics were in Tokyo and the women killed it just like the um, Olympics. Yes. Uh, Laura Webster played on the U.S. sitting volleyball team at 20 weeks pregnant. Is oh that not gosh. wild? It was her fifth Paralympic appearance in her second games while pregnant. Is wow. She, like, is she a superhero? <laughs> For sure. Like, that is incredible. That's what? absolutely incredible. What? Second I'm time. Sure. First of all, five games in the Paralympics. Like, two of them, you were pregnant. That's so crazy. So when she really, like, this year was like, oh, yeah, I've been there, done that. Like, I already know how my body's about to do. Yeah. 20 that weeks, that's like, what, five months? Like, you're yeah. very pregnant. You're very you're pregnant. You're, like, pregnant, pregnant. You're that's a whole baby in there. <laughs> yeah, that's a plus one. <laughs> like you got an extra player on your team. That's crazy. That is crazy. But also yeah. this is a fun fact. Katie Holloway on the sitting volleyball team was the first female amputee to play D1 basketball in the U.S. Do you think people underestimate the athleticism of a Paralympian? I, I think so. I think so too. Um, like, I definitely think so. And I was actually just talking to a teammate, like um, if something were to happen and we were, you know, to like be amputated, like our legs or our arms or something, yeah. like, would you try another sport? And it's just like, it's so crazy that things like this, like she played basketball D1 and now she's playing volleyball. It's amazing what people can do when life throws you wrenches like that. Like yep. it's such, I mean, it's so inspiring. Yeah, it really is. And I had an opportunity actually to watch, uh, I think it was rugby uh, during the Paralympics. And it was just amazing to watch just the, like, it's the same grind. I think people kind of count them out or overlook them because they have something, like you said, like there's something there's just there that they can't really control. It's amazing to watch them like, whatever, I can still knock you over. I can still be beast, physical. Yeah. yeah, like I can still do this. So yes. uh, shout outs to the, like, shout out. Cause that's, Snaps, yeah. that's a different type of heart. Right that's there. awesome. <laughs> And Jessica Long stars some of the best commercials for the Paralympics, won her 25th career medal, including her fourth straight 200 IM gold. 
Like wow. her first Paralympics was in 2004 when she was 12. Oh. And she wants to compete through 2028. No Can biggie. you imagine? No biggie. A, a 12 year Oh my goodness. Damn. Just and she wants to keep different. going till 2028. Nah, 25. 25 is nothing. Oh no, you got it. That's different right there. Snaps that to Jessica is. as well. Snaps <laughs> to Jessica. Okay, so before we go to break, we got to give some props presented by the WNBA, where we highlight someone who is crushing it on the court. Sophie, who are you shouting out this week? I can't believe we haven't thrown props to this player yet. Our Team USA teammate, Brianna Stewart. Yes. A legend already with two WNBA championships, a uh-huh. league MVP, mm-hmm. two gold medals, a Commissioner's <laughs> Cup, not to mention all her success overseas. And now she's a mom yes. at age 27. How did she do this all before 27? <sighs> Don't get it. So That's proud. Stewie, though. <laughs> That's Stewie, seriously. So proud to play alongside her and against her and so happy for her and her growing family. She's yes. absolutely amazing. Who are you giving yes. props to? Yes, that's Stewie. Okay, this week I'm shouting out Kalia Copper, another first time All Star, and she's done a super, super job of holding Chicago together. Like just watching her play, it changed the dynamic of Chicago. And she's also the leading scorer of Chicago Sky this season. So keep doing your thing, Ka. Playoffs are underway. So make sure you're watching. All right, so welcome back, everybody. We have the point guard, snatchback, spin to the fadeaway, my teammate, Chelsea Gray. All right, so Chelsea, we're just going to dive right into it, have a little fun. Uh, But no, seriously, like now that we're back and settled in from Tokyo, like what do you feel? Like is there like a drop off? Like is the energy still there? Like how does it feel to be a gold medalist now that it's like digest a little bit? It's crazy. I'm like, now I got to put away the metal. Like I used it and I used it in interviews and taken it to the game. My parents haven't even seen it yet. So I'm sure I'll bring it out for them. But like after Tokyo, it was kind of like, dang, like I, I really was just in Tokyo and want to go better for about a week. And then yeah. I think now it's kind of like died down because we're back in the swing of things with our team. So it was a high for a minute, but now yeah. I'm, I'm cool now. <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel that. Like, it was a point where I was, like, driving in my car, and I'm like, dang, people don't even know I got a whole gold medal in the passenger seat right now. Like, I was like, oh, snap. Like, this is a flex. I, I was about to take a picture because I had put the medal in the in the passenger seat, and I put the seatbelt on it. Now, I should have took a picture. <laughs> Next time. Yes, yes. I definitely feel that. So, like, I don't know, since we're, like, away from it and going into it, did you feel any pressure, like, especially with us being first-timers, like, the pressure of winning this this gold medal was, like, so tough. I don't know. I don't know if anyone else felt it. And I feel like we played it out pretty cool. <laughs> I was like, I was in there like, I'm good. Like, I'm all right. But, man, <laughs> woo, there was pressure. We was talking about, like, not even, like, aside from that, making sure you're healthy, not test positive code and then getting there making sure you're on the right schedule you don't miss yes. a meeting you don't miss this and all that and so there was there is definitely pressure like i couldn't imagine people that's been there for so many times like you never want to be that team right, right. you don't want right. to be that team that moves. so it's like that was kind of in my head in the beginning but then like during the games i just needed the first game and i needed the ball to go up after the first game i was good but leading <laughs> yes. up to it i was like man this is it's come with some, with some heavy, some heavy shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Right. And especially like with our group, like we didn't have, like our group finished dang near top three, of course. So like we had a tough, like we had a tough ass group. 
We had a nice group, man. Like, if you looked at it, like, everybody who mellowed was in our group. Pretty much, yeah. Everyone, once you lose, like, everyone forgets what everything was happening before, like, leading up to it. So I feel you there. But, like, during the Olympics, it's funny because it happened to my family as well. They kind of recorded our families, like, watching our games, like, I guess I my it made my heart like so warm to see them like of course we know they support us but like to actually see them in action and watching our games like that was so awesome so please tell me how did you feel when you first saw like your family really like diving into your games and like constantly supporting you all the way in Tokyo? It was cool, man. Like I had ordered some stuff off of Amazon for like decorating the back and a uh, banner. My parents still have it. We had one at our house. Um, so it was so cool. Like the next day, um, or even that night after the game, I watched the game back and I fast forward just to see them become on the, um, the screen. So I was like, where is this recording so I can watch the game? Like we were done with the team. We weren't even going to play them again. I just wanted to see like how they cheered, when they brought them in, what they said. So it was pretty cool. I know they had fun with it too. I love that. Yeah, it was super sweet just to see that. And like, uh, my mom was just so excited. She's like, I was on TV. I was like, yes, mom, I get it. So <laughs> it was so cute to see them. But uh, you're the first Dookie, <laughs> Dookie, women's basketball player to make an Olympic, like women's basketball player to make an Olympic team. Like, what was your reaction when you really found that out? Like, that's amazing to think like, you're the first girl. That's history. Like, that's major. How did that make I you know, feel? Like, like, I didn't know that when I got the call. Like, I didn't know that. I didn't know that, like, all the yeah. stats and things like that. It was, I didn't know until somebody interviewed me and was like, you're the first dude. I was like, wait, what? Like, we need to fact check this. Are you are you serious? Like, you talk about Elena Beard, yeah. Isis Tillis, Lindsay Harding, like, all those people that, you know, played and, and been a part of the program. And so I'm getting interviewed. I'm like, dang, like, I got the chills. Like, oh, like right away, I was, I was probably stumbled <laughs> answering the question because I was just so caught up, like, I was the first. Like, that's huge. Um, definitely a chip on my shoulder with that. Yeah. Um, but going to Tokyo, definitely representing that university, I learned a lot. And, you know, my career was cut. My college career was cut a, a lot shorter than I wanted it to be. Yeah, but you're still um, in the To be able to that's, do that, it was yeah. so super That's dope. Yes. Well, after winning it all, what is like, minus the gold medal, what is like the best part about being an Olympian right now? <sighs> like nobody can take that away from me. Like a lot of people have the opportunity to win a championship. I don't yeah. like that. People get to be on teams and be a part of a, a team, but you're one of 12 players selected of the best in the world. Like that's huge. In the world. And that's so major. Nobody taking that, you know, you know, I can't take that lightly. And um, that'll always stick with me. It also is nice. Like if you need a reservation, like, Hey, Olympian wants to come. Gold medalist wants to come. <laughs> oh, gold you know medal. Like here's the gold. <laughs> I do. I love that. They're like, so we got to dive into it. I don't, I'm, I was thinking, I was like, do we have any Olympic tea other than me being the best Uno player? No, 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 ever? no, no, ever. No. You're not the best Uno player. Like, can we no. say I'm the best Uno player ever? You're, you're, you're above average. You're a lot of, like, you're very, you're very Fire. good. You're a little sneaky. You're I am sneaky. sneaky. I, I don't you're, cheat. I'm sneaky. That's take a good way to put to it. Anybody. You take offense to anybody that gives you a plus two. Maybe if they change the color, it's like we're attacking you. So you are um, because like, why would you do that? 
Like it's four colors you can choose from. Why do you choose from the color that I don't have? It's an individual game. It's not. So I'm not trying to help you win. I think that's the Olympic tea is that Asia is the best Uno player. You didn't hear that here. Wow. Okay. So do you have the Olympic tea then? What's your Olympic tea? My tea fire. Um, my Olympic tea is that I was beating Draymond and Dominoes. <laughs> Let him tell it's like he thinks he's the best of all time. Um, what other tea? That is tea. That yeah, tea was really hot. Tea. We, were, we were up in the hotel playing games yeah, all the time. We were in the bubble, yep. But H is the best Uno player and Dre is the best dominant. Okay, cool. No, 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 I like Chelsea, that. Chelsea. Oh, oh, Chelsea. Okay, cool. You take dominoes, I take Uno. <laughs> Bit. Um, <laughs> uh, well, leading up to the Olympics, of course, we were here in uh, in Vegas for All Star, and there was like a little media back and forth, of course, between you and Candace. She said she was going after you. Like, was it really all fun, or was it a little spice there? Like, if you had an opportunity to take Candace one on one, you going crazy, or what you doing? I ain't trying to. Stir I mean, I probably could actually up a little bit. Um, I was, I would try, I would try to score on her. The competitor in me would try to score. You know, um, she called me. I'm like, that's my homie. That's my dog. Like that competitive spirit. Like I appreciate that. I love that. But no, I didn't want to lose to her at all. You play her soon, and I want to lose. Uh, nah, nah. I'm not. I'm not trying to lose. <laughs> I love that. Yes, I love that competitive spirit. We got to have it at all times. And it's like, speaking of Candace, it's just amazing at what she's doing right now. Like, I love giving Candace Parker her flowers because I feel like she doesn't really get them. Like, I think people, I don't know what it is, but it's like they sometimes forget about her. And like, just seeing her on that 2K cover was huge. Like, the little black girl inside of me was like, oh my God, I don't play video games. Oh, there's T. Chelsea's really good at FIFA, y'all. Chelsea's really good at FIFA. I can come out there and say that you're really good at FIFA. I, I am. I'm, I'm really good at FIFA. That's my game. Yeah, that's really good. That was off topic. It kind of wasn't because I was talking about video games. I don't play video games at all, but I'm definitely getting the 2K cover because Candace is on it. Where, where we got the magazine of her on uh, on the cover. Yeah, she definitely deserves her flowers. Like, she's killing it in basketball, yeah. killing it with TNT. Like, she's doing everything uh wonderful mother um so she's killing it always i'm super and always proud of her yeah i love that yes snaps to candace so <laughs> leading up to you know of course you making your decision to to join the las vegas aces i knew it was gonna be something because they made this whole like documentary for it i was like hold up y'all doing a lot <laughs> A lot for Chelsea Gray here. What's going on here? Uh, but I loved it because I think people needed to see that side. So how did that happen? Like, what was it like to have? Because I know I can't stand when cameras follow me around because I don't know how to act. Like, I feel like I can't act like myself. But it was really cool to yeah. kind of see that side of free agency in a way. So, yeah, how did that come about with the Chelsea Gray documentary? Where is she going? <laughs> it was kind of like in a meeting and we were just talking about it. Like, what can we do? um to kind of like shed light on my free agency process like it's not talked about especially in the women's game like it's so hush hush like did you hear this did you hear that then the men's game is like yeah they need to offer me this amount of money or Mm -hmm. they need to do this this and that and it's not talked about in the women's game so I was like all right let's see what it looks like um for the W with somebody you know talking through free agency and talking to different teams like it's fine. Yeah, I <laughs> Vegas flew me out to show me where I'm going to, you know, where I'm going to be. Yeah, uh, we had a talk. We went to NBA All Star uh, 
the other year, last year. And it was, it was fun, like being able to create and being able to put together a documentary and where like it shows my personality, the people that's close around me, but also like shows the business part of where we go through and the conversations we have to be able to, you know, sign a contract once that time comes up. Cause it's not yeah. talked about a lot. Okay. I like that. I like it. I was like, what's going on here? Cause like you said, we don't see it at all, but I feel like when it comes to NBA, at all. like that little ESPN ticker, it'd be on it for them. Like, but then for us, you don't see it. So I love seeing that. Cause it expressed, it showed a different side of it. And yeah, they, look at you, look at you breaking that glass ceiling. Okay. You better. Trying to a little bit of something, <laughs> a little bit of something. I love that. <laughs> so we can just like, Fast forward now, I guess, to where we are now in the season. You know, you're you're coming off and you finished your overseas season, champ, MVP, all that. Like, how does because okay, yeah, everyone knows Asia doesn't play overseas. So I don't, I literally, when I watch you guys do this, it's amazing to me because you literally come off and it's not like you're playing in a rinky dink league. It's not like you're not doing anything over there. You're winning MVPs, you're winning championships, and then you come into the WNBA and you're playing at a high level, like. How does that work? Is it extra motivation? Is it like something where you just like, I'm just trying to hoop, get paid and get out? Like, how does it work? Because I really don't be knowing. I think it's a little bit different for everybody. And I also think I go through phases. Like you go over there, you're like, okay, I want, I'm going over here for the money. Like, yeah, no yeah. Joke. like being able to um, live the way you want to live. Like you need more than what the W is offering. And so we go overseas um make our money and then so initially i'm always sad going overseas like leaving my people leaving um you know not having to translate every other day um, <laughs> being in your own home in your own space and so i always cry every single time I, I get on that plane but i go because that's where the money is and so but you get there you get with the team you get in a routine and so now the competitive part of me like clicks in mm -hmm. and just trying to win championships, just trying to um, be the best while I'm there. If I'm going to be there, I might as well be great. And that's kind of how my mind works and how I get through it. But it's hard, like yeah. going through the whole season and then all of a sudden coming here to the WNBA and be fully present in that. And mm -hmm. I know there was a couple of times uh, throughout my years that I've had maybe a week break in a year that's crazy. of doing nothing. But at the same time, like you can't take all those days off because you come now you come to WBA out of shape. You don't you don't take you don't take that long to get out of shape. That's um, so it was really a grind. Yeah, that it definitely is. Like when when you think about it, especially just this year, like you go overseas WNBA, then you got Olympics, and now it's like back into the W. Like, what are your, your take on loads management? I know we hear it all the time on the NBA side. I mean, they play 82 games. Like, that's a lot to even I can't even wrap my head around playing 82 games right now. Uh, and being at a high level. And and then on top of that, you have fans that are like, oh, I paid all this money to come see you playing. This is your load management day. And then you got to go into that. Like, what is your take on load management when it comes to just like playing basketball? Like, I, I'm for it because I'm like, I need to rest my body and my mind. But I don't know. How do you feel about it with being um, like I go, I go a little bit back and forth uh, to me. Load management sometimes is necessary depending yeah. on person. I think sometimes it's used as a crutch. Mm. Um, as far as anything, it, like anything can be used as a crutch and fans do pay a lot of money to come see you hoop. Um, yeah. yeah. So if I could hoop, I'm a hoop. For sure. Um, I'm only going to sit out if it's absolutely necessary. So I think it just depends on the person and the organization and if they're using it the right way. 
And okay. so that's my that's my belief. But if I'm I'm able to lace up my shoes, I'm going. Okay. So what is like a Chelsea Gray ideal downtime? Like what is like Ooh. off day? What are you doing? I'm cooking something fire. Okay. Um, <laughs> I probably sleep in, have some coffee, have my little oatmeal, maybe okay. go out to the pool. Okay. Um, my wife and I probably just chill and, and you know, watch shows okay. or, or something. That's that's like a typical off day during the season. I'm cooking something fire um, and just relaxing and like not trying to be on my feet and just chilling. I love that. Yes. Speaking of chilling, we have to take a quick break. We are back. So Chelsea, on our podcast, we play a game, start, bench, cut. And uh, I know you're, you're a point guard, you know, you really like got to see the core and dissect everything. So coach, you may be in your future. So when it comes to coaching, we're going to coach some binge worthy TV shows. So you got Outer Banks, which is phenomenal. I'm still watching it. I started in the bubble. I'm still watching it. <laughs> uh, Shit's Creek and Love is Blind. Um, I'm going to cut Shit's Creek. Okay. That's just going to say Outer Banks. Uh, what's the other option? I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch Outer Banks. I, I'm going to go with Outer Banks. You're going to start or bench Outer Banks? I must, I must, mm, I must start Outer Banks. I'm okay. Bench. And Bench Love is Blind. That's yeah. fair. That's great. Like, if you would have cut Outer Banks, we would have had to cut this podcast. So, um, I'm glad. <laughs> I I'm, I you need to it watch it. It's, it's, it's great. I got too many shows right now, man. So, what are you watching right now? I'm watching, I'm, I'm so behind on New Amsterdam. I'm watching Star because I, ha- I just, it showed up for me. Star, uh, I need to get up to date on Queen Sugar. I'm a show. So you're like behind, behind. I'm behind, behind. So I need to really catch up before I start any new shows. I feel that because you, yeah, you, you behind, behind. Oh, and Nine Perfect Strangers just started that. Is it good? That sounds good. The first episode is fire. Wow. I'm excited because you on Netflix is coming out with the season three and I cannot wait. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Me too. I cannot wait to watch you. Oh, that's great. Well, this is about to wrap up our show. Is there any tea that you would like to spill, Chelsea Gray? It could be anything. Uh, any tea. Uh, does the people, do the people know that you're not a morning person, that you don't talk to people in the morning? We're working on it, people. We're working on it. We're working on it. <laughs> There's the tea for you. <laughs> And if y'all need me to give you guys something, let me know. Wow. So how you just going to come out there with my business? Eh, because I don't talk to people in the morning before 10. I That's feel like no one should be talked to before 10. What is there to say? Good morning. No, we can wait till 10, oh, 10 01 to do that. <laughs> Well, that's the tea for you. Tea for me is that I'm a bomb cook. So if you need something, let me know. Okay. Yes. I was just getting to that. Is there anything you're trying to like drop, plug, promote? I know you got barcode, you know, go ahead and talk your talk. This is your uh, four is yours barcode, right now. Barcode, vegan drink, uh-huh. uh, getting Gatorade the heck up out of here. <laughs> and something that's actually really healthy and provides hydration for athletes or your regular person sitting at home. Um, so I'm doing that. And if you need me to be your sous chef, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, everyone. 
Thank you so much, Chelsea, for coming on. This has been great. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to follow on Apple Podcasts, subscribe on Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Our show is produced by Just Women Sports. For more great sports content, go to justwomensports.com. Be sure to subscribe to the newsletter and YouTube channel and follow along on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I'm Nafisa. And I'm Asia. And you've been listening to Tea with A and Fee presented by the WNBA.